Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales price does not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Today's specials, new Chase Freedom Flex with 3% on dining, including takeout. Now every meal comes with a side of cash back. Learn more at chasefreedom.com. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank N.A., member FDIC. Restrictions and limitations apply. Offer subject to change. Hey, guys, Perry here to tell you a little bit about Pluto TV. It's the leading free streaming television service where you can watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for your credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is the easiest and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. So, what are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, your Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Napa Know How. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, hello. It is Friday fun day on today's Movie Talk. We are talking about the possible lineup for Phase 4 in the MCU, making some predictions here. And then also we are talking about a recent casting rumor that Michael Rooker... He might be in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. They work together on so many films, so that story kind of makes sense. I kind of hope it's going to be true. We're going to dig into all these details with two very special people. One, you're getting on this set every single Friday, and the other, you're going to have back as often as she's free because she is high in demand. It is Sinead DeFreeze <laughs> and Josh Makuga. Hi. It's great to be here. I didn't I, get I, the dress code today. I yeah. should have worn green. Green. Friday greens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I had, I a, different, a, salad. I had a different shirt on yes. like 30, <laughs> up until 30 seconds I left the house. So telepathically, you must have been yeah. like, mm, we're green. Sinead and I have kind of been on the same telepathic page since the beginning of TV talk. Yeah, so don't we worry, I'll fall into step soon yeah, enough. Yeah, Next Friday. Yeah, Next Friday, it's for 
orange. Oh, orange. Let's see who remembers that. No one's going to, not even me. (laughs) All right. Our first story today is that MCU story. So during a recent investors call, Disney CEO Bob Iger said that they're going to announce the next batch of Marvel Studios movies this summer. Specifically, he said he's guessing they will announce later this summer. He also mentioned that if you caught Avengers Endgame, then there were a lot of clues in that film as to movies that may be coming. So... First off, before we even try to fill in this release calendar here, when do you think this announcement is realistically going to hit? Are we talking San Diego Comic-Con? Are we talking D23, which is in August, or maybe somewhere in between? If he said later in the summer, later in the summer usually means August. Yeah. Like if somebody says to me, hey, you want, we should get together later this summer, I think August immediately. He should have Jul- chosen his words wisely and just said the dog days of summer. Isn't that technically August? That would be the August, Late yeah, August, early September. So. I don't know. And you get in that depression era of August because you think about when you had to go back to high school, right, which is like August 15th, August 16th, like, ah, summer's over. I got like sports camps and all that BS, right? So maybe he's trying to cue the doldrums, get rid of the doldrums, so like August 19th, maybe. When's D23? Do we even have a date for that? D23 runs August 20th to to the 25th, and then San Diego Comic-Con is July 18th to the 21st. So that sounds late-ish summer to me, too. Well, I think anything in July... They're not going to do. Families are on vacation. You know, all the parks are a little too hot. July's a hot month. Then August gets a little slow. And they're like, D23, let's spice it up a little bit. Maybe it's the last thing of D23. And they're like, oh, thanks for coming to D23. Iger comes down dressed like, uh, uh, you know, like he's got the fireworks coming out of his. Uh, he is Captain Marvel, but he's a man, Captain Marvel. And he's got like, you know, fireworks coming out. He's on fire. They light him up. And then Iger comes down. And he's like, you thought it was over. Endgame is just the beginning. Russo brothers come out with a T-shirt cannon shooting stuff off. In comes Captain America. He's like, you thought I was old? Then <laughs> Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. It's about to get weird. And then out comes Tony Stark. He's like, you thought. I was dead. Spoiler alert. I'm not. Hit it back with all the Hank Pym, Pym juice, Pym juice, quantum realm. It starts all over again with the first Avengers. The problem with this is now whatever they wind up doing, I'm going to be disappointed that it's not that. See, I, I told bet you. like $100,000 million that that doesn't that's, happen. That's the other possibility here, yeah. though, is because for other iterations of the MCU, they did the thing at the LCAP where they had like a separate event and they put stuff on the screen and they mm-hmm. laid everything out there so i don't know is there any potential that that could be the way things go i feel like they should do that because i feel like this is kind of like a fresh start obviously spider-man has to to like kind of end this phase but i do think that they have to give us a couple of months mm-hmm. i don't think they need to do a whole production what? but i like the idea <laughs> of it being like all about yeah. all about the next phase so that's why i feel like they could do a separate event but i also feel like when does um disney plus officially hit is that also august it's uh later in the year like late, late, late fall i believe november november, november? the mandalorian okay. launches november? it in okay. november yeah so yeah so i know because the mandalorian is the first one yes yeah. 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 but um but, but i Did also you get that feel as like... a sound clip <laughs> <laughs> but i also feel like they need um they need to like separate everything right now because disney plus is going to have a lot of like press and marketing and like there's going to be a huge push for that so i feel like everything needs to be separated very nicely you i know? think this is wishful thinking but my prediction is 
MCU, mm -hmm. all announcements are going to wind up being San Diego Comic Con. Well, that would be dope, but I no, just don't think they, we're going to get that early. Do, they never do Comic Con No, anymore. they never do. Well, they didn't last year. I think they might be back this year. And then they use D23 for a whole... Like, for they Disney have Plus. so many other things. And mm -hmm. now we can't forget that they also have another juggernaut of a franchise in Avatar. Granted, we have a little while until Avatar stuff comes out, but D23 would be the perfect place to promote unrelated things yeah. to the MCU and Star Wars because they also have Star Wars Celebration. So Star Wars Celebration, Comic-Con where they have Marvel said, stuff, and then D23 where they have live-action adaptations, Disney Plus shows, all that other stuff. Wait till... Mm. Okay, so D23 is only five days, right? So we're thinking by like... 2023 it's actually gonna be 23 days it's gonna be like a month long of right. disney announcements right after they've yeah. just bought everything okay so you're saying five days so day one you give us disney plus day two you give us like every animated one they're gonna bring live action like we actually got foxes to make the robin hood movie then d uh, day three is all avatar so everybody's dressed in blue all the parks be like if you can spot the little blue guy you win a free trip to wherever day four is all of you know all the Whatever else that they're going to put in there. And then day five, they're like, it's MCU day. Bum, 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 bum. And then it just goes insane. Like, they're, there's a Black Panther panel. There's going to be black another Black Panther panel. Then there's going to be a Black Widow. If you didn't want more black stuff, we're going to give you Black Ant-Man. We're going to give everything is just going to be in that morning port. Black Panther, Black Widow. Then boom, shakalaka, Captain Marvel 2. She's going to come out of nowhere. And then you have your whole MCU D, they, and then they're going to go like, let's cut to the El Capitan. And then sing, sang, song. Jimmy Kimmel's going to be like, thanks for tuning in. And he gets all of the Avengers that are still alive. He even goes back in time to get, uh, what's her name? Peggy Carter. She makes an <laughs> announcement on Kimmel. All the people on Kimmel, they do like a three-hour Kimmel. That's all D23. So you're basically just like <laughs> dump all the information in one specific spot yeah. and don't spread any of the love throughout the year. Why would they? They want all the money and all the viewers and all the live stream, right? Why are they going to give it to San Diego Comic-Con? Because the only reason that I do think that if they weren't going to do it during Comic-Con, they'd do it separately and not... They wouldn't focus at all at D23. It's because I think that they're going to use D23 to push Disney+. Plus. Like, I feel like that's going to be their... This is the biggest thing they've done in a really long time in terms of, like, it's actual internal deal. business things. And I think that they know they need to get every single person on board. Because they know Star Wars people are going to get it. I mean, we're all going to get it. But, like, everybody else, this is their one opportunity to they sell it. They also have to start that off in a way that day one, right. when it launches, says this is something that isn't only going to compete with Netflix, it's going to wind up topping it. Live from Star Wars land, it's D23's Disney Plus celebration. And out walks Pedro Pascal. He takes off the helmet. He pulls it off. He's like, are you guys ready for new Mandalorian footage? And then in comes a sick spaceship. Off walks Benny off and Weiss. And they're like, boom, here comes our trilogy. And like, what's the trilogy going to be about? They're like, Old Republic. And then Makuga's like, I just still don't know what Old Where's Republic Ryan means. Where's Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson's out there selling the turkey legs in Disneyland because people still <laughs> don't like The Last Jedi. And, and then, boom, they're like, did you guys know that more stuff was going to be on Disney Plus? And then, boom, out walks just like every character in the history of Disney. They're like, did you guys think it was going to be on Disney Plus? Because guess what? It is. And then all of the Fox employees that <laughs> lost their job when Disney bought Fox, they're going to come out and be like, they're all rehired at Disney. We took Aww. the Fox slate and we just made it Fox World and it's now in Anaheim. Oh, you just sold well, me with the rehiring of every single employee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you We're think like, that's whatever, a pretty good whatever, intro? Whatever's happening, 
You need to share because this is the happiest <laughs> I'm pretty ever sure it's you. the gummy bears. Am I right? Yeah, it's, it's the, the gummy, gummy bears. bears. Let's yeah, yeah. take Star Wars, Disney Plus, all that other stuff okay. out of the equation. Focus on MCU. the untitled MCU release dates that uh-huh. we got when they had that big calendar update the other yeah. day. So very, very briefly, we have May 2020, November 2020, February 2021, May 2021, November 2021, February 2022, May 22, July 22. That's eight movies total. Total. Eight. Eight movies total. And we're not counting Spider-Man what? in this, right? No. I have looked at a lot of other prediction calendars, and many are including it, but because it's a Sony-distributed movie, right. I don't think that Disney is accounting for it right now. So okay. with that in mind, where do you think some of these upcoming releases are going to land? Like, let's say, The Eternals. We have mm-hmm. that one. We have the Black Widow movie. There is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. There's so much more. There's uh, Shang-Chi. That's another big one. There's also... Who's Dr. Shang-Chi? Is that um, Doctor Strange too? He's going to be the first uh, Asian superhero in the got MCU, it. directed Thanks, by Justin Daniel Cretton. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, Short Term Twelve? No. You should watch that movie. Okay. That director is directing this movie, and awesome. that's a movie that stars Brie Larson, and it is phenomenal. Really, that's in the mix. And okay. then there's a whole bunch of other things up in the air that we haven't gotten mm-hmm. concrete information on in the recent days. I guess there's like the potential of Doctor Strange two, Black Panther two. There's other projects that are further along. There's also the idea of maybe a Thor four. Then are the new are uh, the mutants going to be added to the MCU mm-hmm. through Fantastic Four or through an X Men movie? That, hmm, no. Don't, no. <laughs> that is, I, I have a feeling that's the cutoff line. So given that release hey, date calendar, done. what do you think we're getting at the beginning and what do you think we're getting later on? Okay. Beginning, obviously, is going to be because the, they keep talking about this Eternals movie, yeah, like all I, this I casting of in- Eternals, right? Yes. Obviously. So, I th- but I think our first movie is going to be the Black Widow yes. movie. Yes. That's going to be the first one we see because we already have the casting. We have David Harbour, who talked about it on Comic Book Shopping here in mm-hmm. Collider. You guys can check that out whenever. Um, you have, I think that's going to be an early one because what that does is that gives us that like five-year gap in between in the time jump and Endgame. That gives you the, the, the gap because Black Widow's running that gap. So there had to have been something in there. And you got to imagine that she's kind of tracking Hawkeye as, what, what were they calling him? What's his like? Ronan. Ronan. Right. If you want to learn more about Ronan, uh, Roka did a wonderful explainer. Roka, John Roka, everybody, he's fantastic. Um, so you got Black Widow. Then hey, I Roka. think. Then I think you go <laughs> Eternals because you're going to have to introduce these people because yeah. I have no idea who the Eternals are. And for the casual fan like myself, uh, you need to introduce. Um, weren't weren't the Eternals? Don't we do? We no. do know who they are. The Inhumans is what you're thinking. No, of. I'm thinking of the gold people from Guardians. Oh no! You're thinking the of the celestial oh, people. Their their name is escaping me right now. Is it the Elizabeth Debicki was the leader? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, wasn't no, no, that that's... in that world? Well, the Eternals is part of the cosmic MCU, but mm-hmm. they weren't that group of people, right? But like, didn't they? The Sovereign. The sovereign. Thank, sovereign. You. Thank, Thank you, you John Roke, everybody. I almost feel like I don't want a Black Widow movie first. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to start the phase, start the phase like moving forward, right? Okay. Right. So it's just for me, I'm just like. Another origin story right off the bat. I don't think it's going to be an origin story because we already we already don't think it's going to be an origin story. Definitely not. I actually like your take on it. I think most are predicting it's going to be a prequel, and we're going to see what life was like for her even before she was introduced in Iron Man too. Here's my thing, and we we said it on the live uh, chat on Twitter before we went live here on on YouTube is that 
I, I really don't like space. When Regents of S.H.I.E.L.D. went to space, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Like, <laughs> Iron Man's trapped in a spaceship. Oh, God, here we go. It's like, I don't know the rules of space in the MCU. Half the time, they're just, like, hanging out in space. The other half the time, they're dying in space. Again, I don't know. Well, what... it's appropriate to our knowledge of space where we don't really know what the possibilities That's are out there. That's very true. Right. And I, I don't know if I want that. I'm already scared of the ocean, let alone space. <laughs> well, good thing okay? there's no MCU movies taking place in the ocean. I do think That's... you're Yet. right, though. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Could, instead of Aquaman, okay, so we have you, like, Seaman. To, you want to see them like grounded a little bit. Well, because no, what I'm Literally saying is, I love. Yes, you know. yes. What I love is that thought of the five years when it was the leftovers. Right. The MC, like the, all, the world right. in the MCU was the show, the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Right. And half the world was gone. What did that look like? What were the the pockets of craziness that were happening? And what was Black Widow doing to like qualm that to be a superhero? I think that sounds badass. I'm very into that idea. And if that is the idea, I think it would be the perfect movie to come out first on this list. And yes. then after that, I'm going Eternals. And then after that, I would probably put my money on Shang Chi. And then the, the one that's a toss up for me. Right right now is Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. Volume 3 because right now based on the calendar that is a summer movie Mm -hmm. it has been a summer movie even when it opened in August and summer music it usually has like a little bit of a lull in August at the box office but that one kind of like blew everyone away so I want to give that one the May 2021 spot the thing is though it's shooting in 2020 so Given the fact that that's so close to the Suicide Squad, I kind of want to move that to the May 2022 date, but that upsets me because it's so far away. That's and crazy to think about that we wouldn't get a, a Guardians 3 until three years. Especially now. since Sore is on. Sore? <laughs> since Thor is on. But <laughs> when you said Thor 4, I was like, oh man, that's good. Well, <laughs> okay, wait. Here's my prediction with Thor 4. <laughs> that that I, can't be a thing. I know. I think that movie is going to be... So let's say Guardians 3 comes out May 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think that on May 2022, we're going to get something that is a little bit of a Thor 4 mm-hmm. Guardians mashup that's where it I, almost feels like a team-up movie. Well, that's yes. what I thought. I thought if any... if. We're not, are we doing spoilers yet? Or yeah, like, what is fine. the deal? We are. We're good. The Russos lifted the band. Two oh, billion dollars plus. Ooh. If you haven't seen it yet, you're my wife. Yeah. <laughs> really? She hasn't seen it? No. Oh, okay. Got it. I, I've always said that I thought that it was going to be a Thor Guardians like team up ever since Ragnarok. Yeah. Just because I felt like that was naturally that's the best place. And I almost feel like Asgard's done as much as I love that world. I'm also like, we've seen it. We've been there. We've blown it up. It's an old Vegas hotel. We've literally like we've destroyed it and now we're watching it rebuild. It's cool. Goodbye. You know, it's that fun. club on Hollywood Boulevard that's still around. It's You're like, still around. Is still open? And it's like, oh, I yeah, would like I would go there every <laughs> once in a while and like still have a good time. Sure. But like. Every weekend, not so much, you know? Right, so, But, like, right. I I do like the idea of moving forward. I honestly, I like your idea of a Black Widow prequel, you, rather. I thought you were going to say Bob Iger with the fireworks, but never mind. <laughs> no, I like that idea, too. It's, <laughs> okay, just, like, it's never going to happen. Oh, right, so right. I have to, you know, I have to be realistic okay, with myself. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, I like that idea of a prequel. I just, like, I really don't think that that's that exciting. Okay. Because I honestly, Are like. Are we talking about a prequel, though? Or well, you think the, the five-year five period. The prequel to Endgame. Well, because it's also like, think about, bless you. Think bless you. Soroka. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. Nothing like a solid sneeze in the background from one John that was, Aroka. That was like a fart sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it, guys. Uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what we were talking 
talking about. That <laughs> um, was blew me off. I can't over here. Broke on Matrix knees. <laughs> I mean, uh, the whole the, what I was saying is like the whole point. She's like, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. It didn't seem like there was a lot going on. Like her sole mission in that five years, the only thing that was keeping her going was tracking Hawkeye. Was she was, there? Well, she was also like sad, Matt. For she was five sad years. and depressed, and like she wanted, she wanted so badly for there to be action. Would, so would, I feel like they've already told us nothing happened. Would, would a funny web series be like Black Widow trying out new careers? Like she's like becomes a yeah. pop singer, but there's not enough people My to buy tickets. My boyfriend was like, oh, no. I just came up with the perfect. I came up with the perfect one-off for Hawkeye because I'm always like Hawkeye. Uh, so nuts. boring. Yeah, and I, I well, literally when he when we first before we saw Endgame, he's like, what are you gonna do when everybody dies? And I was like, cry my eyes out. And I was like, but I don't think everyone's gonna die. I, I do know who is gonna die, though. He's like, who? And I was like, Hawkeye. <laughs> and I was just Hawkeye like, didn't die. No, he didn't die. I was so disappointed. I was I like, go. are you kidding me? That was the one person I bet on. But I, he was like, I have the perfect idea. Hawkeye just runs an apartment and like, he just fights the people who piss him off in his apartment building. So it's basically like Three's I, company, but with like, bone It sounds arrows. like you're going a little low-key compared to the raid. <laughs> yes. I'm picturing like totally. Hawkeye in a yeah. raid. But or I, like uh, 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 Dread. Yeah. I would watch that. I just actually. feel like there's there in order for them to make like these one-off things happen because we know Hawkeye's getting a show and I actually feel like that's way better for him. Yeah. But a Black Widow movie and all these like things to happen now after Endgame, it has to be something fresh and new. Don't take me to before Endgame. Oh, whatever it is, they better do that character justice because yeah. this movie has been a long time coming. I got a lot of faith in Feige and the crew at Marvel, so fingers crossed they nail that. We are gonna hit our second story today, <laughs> which is the Michael Rooker Suicide Squad story. But before we get there we got a little preview of some upcoming content on collider video this weekend hey everyone john roca here the host of collider mailbag new episode drops every saturday and sunday in your face and in your ears answering the questions from you fans about the world of entertainment film and television me and great guests from our sphere do the best to answer your questions from twitter from Instagram, and of course, email as well. Once again, it's every Saturday and Sunday on the Collider video feed, and also you can listen to us on podcast, on the Movie Talk podcast feed, every Saturday and Sunday. In addition to Weekend Mailbag, you are also getting a Game of Thrones review live after the episode airs, so don't forget to tune in. Only two episodes left. Can't believe it. Moving on to story number two now. We've got a rumor out there, courtesy of The Wrap. That outlet is reporting that Michael Rooker is in talks to play King Shark in the James Gunn-directed The Suicide Squad movie. Rooker has appeared in every feature film directed by Gunn and also a whole bunch of movies that Gunn produced as well, including The Belko Experiment. So first question, guys. I want you to tell me, who is King Shark? Go. Uh, well, it's not John Rocha. He's King Awkward. Uh, <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> sneeze in moving chairs that clearly don't make make a lot of noise. Uh, Michael, okay, first of all, King Shark, um, he, he what his powers are is that he puts on, he's like, he's like Shark Dress Man, mm -hmm. okay, which was a uh, like a little-known superhero that was on uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm -hmm. I know that Dorian Watchy was a big Shark Dress Man. Every girl crazy about a Shark Dress Man. <laughs> so... Uh, King Shark, what he is, is that when he's outside of land, he's just a guy, but he's got, like, a lot of teeth. But the teeth kind of, like, stay up there. Tough to brush. But then, anytime it rains, it hits his shark suit, and plonk, he becomes this giant shark. And he's got still human legs, which sort of is very confusing, but he's, like, fast. 
but also bitey. Do you agree, Sinead? I agree with the bitey. I don't know if he's an actual shark. Um, I think maybe it's more like meta- metaphorical. Oh, you know? like, like a card like, shark? Like he... No, not <laughs> that <laughs> metaphorical. Ooh. More like a... Like, more... Ooh. More... Um, you know his 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 violence comes from his mouth. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. But not okay. in a not, to not when in you a came. good way. You know, like you remember a when very you came up way. with those would you rather questions for forty seven meters down? Yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Interesting. <laughs> well, lucky for you guys, we have a king shark expert in the building right now. You're never oh, going to no. guess who it who is. Who is it? It's king not awkward. It's noise. King Awkward himself, <laughs> one John King Roca. Uh, you're all wrong. Uh, king Shark was created in 1994 by Four. Carl. Kessel, he was to be a villain for Superboy. That was his thing when Superboy was a big deal at the time. Mm, His dad is king of all sharks. Ah. Uh, Yeah, his real name is Nanua, if you can say that. Nanua. Nanua, Nanua, there you go. He's born in Hawaii. Sometimes he gnaws his mother's arm off for sustenance. Oh, it's good. Interesting. You were biting things. You were there. You were there. His dad is also known as the Shark God. There were some issues with his origin, but then in this recent Aquaman series, it was confirmed he is the son of uh, the Shark God. Now, Oh, What's crazy thank about God we him? Figured that one out. Yeah, Whew. it's a really big deal. He gone. He's gone from great, great white to hammerhead to Ooh. great white. Oh. in the look. So oh, you know, not the only one changing their look, Sinead, as you do with your hair often. And so you see what he's got. Wow, that's on a low there. blow. Not needed. Then, We're definitely gonna the, fight after this. Yeah, yeah we are. for sure. Well, yeah, I'll go right now. I don't care. <laughs> the camera's on. His, his superpower her sneezes. <laughs> I'll blow her off. If I can blow her off from here, yeah. imagine what I do close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Gross. You're like, you're like Psyduck from Pokemon. Oh, what is Psyduck? Never mind. <laughs> that sounds like a... He's like, been a member of the Suicide Squad twice. He's a member of Secret Society of Supervillains and the Secret Six. Gail Simone wrote for him. He's pretty good stuff. Um, he His flesh provides protection against pressure of the deep and physical attacks. He can swim at great speeds. He, he goes crazy. Huh? Yeah, you, I was you, a swimmer in high you're school. You're all American. Josh, I'll tell you that. I think you've told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. Four or five. Plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, I think you have. No he, has, he has enhanced strength and endurance, and he can also regenerate body tissue. But here's the thing. When he smells blood in the water, he goes crazy. He becomes oh. even more superhuman. Oh, like, <gasps> like a real like shark. A shark. Mm-hmm. Like See, a I shark. nailed that, sort of. You did. You you're did. So he, he yeah. is a shark. He is a shark. He's like a but great But a shark man. He has legs. a shark man. But he can go on land. Yes, he can walk on land. But he becomes smaller the longer he's on land. Land. He uh, becomes smaller. Oh, that's, that's a twist. I did not. I did not see that coming. Yeah. So who, be- okay. who beats who beats who in a fight? Him or the Croc Man? Well, that's funny Killer you croc. say that because James Gunn said in a Q and A for Twitter that King Shark was supposed to be Killer Croc in the sh- in the mm. original Suicide Squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was a full CGI character, and they didn't want to do that. So uh-huh. that's one thing I oh, I see. So okay. in a way, he still ended up in the show. So there you go. Or in the movie. In the movie. There you go. All right. Thank you, Roka. That's it. Now I'm out. Thank you. you found him a little Thank you. So the big question is: Did that description just sound like a good role for Michael Rooker? I mean, you could have told me that Michael Rooker was playing Princess Dolphin in it, and I would still be interested in it, only because I <laughs> who's Princess Dolphin? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Um, that's one Sinead DeFreeze. It's a little character I'm working on. No, uh, I don't. I don't really. Do you draw? What? Did you draw Draw Princess Dolphin when you were a kid? No, were they I can't. I, I'm not a good swimmer. The not so Suicide Squad. No, I can uh. just like I can just like, you know. Doggy I can paddle? Wade. No, I can do more than doggy paddle, thank God. You were born in South Africa, mm-hmm. a, a, a land known for its surf spots and ocean. And, and great whites. And so great you stay the hell out of the water is yeah. what you do. Oh, God. Just kidding. It, no, it, you don't. It, Actually, uh-huh. I went to the beach like all the time when I lived in uh-huh, South Africa. Uh-huh. But um, no, I'm not that great of a swimmer. Mm. Anyways, I don't even know what this question was. What the am question I was who's Princess Dolphin? <laughs> oh, Princess Dolphin. Oh, I don't know. I just made her up. Oh, okay. um, but she could be something. I'm going to copyright that later okay, today. Cool, cool, uh, cool. But I, I love Michael Rooker. I will watch him in anything. I think that... 
that ru- this rumor will end up being true just because James Gunn does love him. They're kind of like a Scorsese and DiCaprio partnership where you don't even pay attention to like how many things they've done together until you really look back on it. And I'm, hasn't he been in like every single James Gunn movie? Yeah, that's what I we think just said, yeah. every single thing that he's directed. Mm. And he was didn't know he was in Whatchamacallit too, the Belko experiment. Belko experiment, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't even direct that one. No, 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 he produced he that it. one. He produced, he produced that one. Yeah. So I just feel like it's like now we all they're like a partnership. It's and, meant to be. And I love it because I love James Gunn and I and I love Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker could do just about anything. He can do anything. Like honestly, he's just one of those people that aside from his bigger roles, you know, he's just a good actor. Like he's actually a good actor. So I would watch him in anything. I just I wish that the Suicide Squad wasn't what everybody was talking about right now, I still need a little bit more time. We need to ask one really important Suicide Squad question right now, though, that does not pertain to Mr. Rooker, because this is a big deal, and I see it circulating today. Mm -hmm. Tyler Cabot from, I believe, Twitter (laughs) is asking, do you think that Idris Elba could be playing Deathstroke? That's the rumor floating around right now. That rumor's been around for a couple weeks now, and I heard that, I heard that, um, I don't even know where I heard this. It was Joe Manganiello. Originally, right? Yeah. And, it, and now they're no, saying but, Idris Elba? Yeah, but they, there what was a say? rumor that yeah. Idris Elba oh. was joining the cast, but not as... Not Death as shot. Deadshot. He's right. not He's not taking Will Smith's right. role that he originated in the first Suicide so, Squad movie. Okay, so Deathstroke is the, Deathstroke the latest is, one that they're Deathstroke, saying? Deathstroke, yeah. De- Deathstroke was teased at the mm-hmm. end of... Uh, Batman, Batman versus Superman. Batman v Superman. I can't even remember anymore. Um, when they I were on the that. when they were on the boat the with boat. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg oh, yeah, yeah, and Lex yeah, yeah, Luthor, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know they were basically teeing up Joe Manganiello as Deathstroke, which I thought was genius casting sure. there. Right. But I also, if we're not going to get that, I most certainly wouldn't be opposed to Idris Elba playing that role, especially because that's such a great character. I don't want to see that character they go to waste. They keep teasing us with this Deathstroke stuff, and yeah. we never get it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's and why I almost like it's almost anticlimactic. Right. I, and. I don't. Deathstroke to me in that first season of Arrow was just annoying. I'm just not like a big Deathstroke guy. Dude, that's the thing is like he's got swords. Yeah, I really dug that. I, I I'm really intrigued by like the troubled mindset of that mm-hmm. character and everything he's been through and how it kind of manifests through his action. And I also really liked uh, Manu Bennett in that role. So. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I'm not like. I don't. I didn't even like dislike Suicide Squad as much as everybody else did. Yeah. And I know that we're supposed to like forget it ever happened before we see this one. It's what they keep telling us to do. But I honestly like. I was in the minority of people who like they couldn't. Nobody could believe that I enjoyed it as much as I did. What Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I mean, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Absolutely and I still, nothing I was wrong with still that. entertained by it. As soon as I was like, okay, just put it out of your head that this is not supposed to be a good movie, and just try to enjoy don't it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Just because you enjoy it, that's really I know, all that but matters. Even, but my whole point is like, even with that being said, I still feel like it's way too soon for me to be like trying to talk so much about Suicide Squad. Yeah, Agreed. I, still, I just think like, it's once. one of those things where I'm like, I just want more time to like actually, not because I want to forget because it was so awful, just because I want to forget because I want to be I as excited, get, you know, going into it. I just can't get the image of Cara Delevingne doing like some mm. weird hula Well, that was the, the first thing I had to put out of my head. Yeah, once you put brutal. that out of your head. Yeah. It's, it gets better because well, she is got, the absolute worst part You've got movie. until 2021 to get some distance, more Thank distance God. from yeah. that movie, <laughs> and then you'll jump into James Gunn's rendition, and I have a lot of faith in James Gunn, so I believe he's going to do good on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm-hmm. 3 and this as well. All right, we're wrapping up our special Friday episode with a big question for the two of you. Oh, no. I am going to pitch you four movies in theaters this weekend, oh. and okay. I, wanted to, I want you to tell me, if you could only pick one, which one would you pay to see? Okay. okay. Ready for it? Let's go with... Detective Pikachu. Okay. That's your option. 
The Hustle with Anne Hathaway and mm, Rebel Wilson. Okay. Mm. You could maybe revisit Avengers Endgame. Okay. okay. Or, or you could stay home and watch Wine Country. Oh, the uh, Amy, Amy, Amy Poehler, Poehler directed. Oh, yep. oh man, that trailer was good. That really good. Oh, I'm still going to go Detective Pikachu just because um, I think it was tracking at what, like a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes? I really? think it was at. It's probably for somewhere a movie, up there. For like a movie. With furry people. With and furry people and. Cody's in the boots of freaking out. <laughs> he loves Pokemon. Him and he and Christian Rubicaba yeah, live like, for it. Yeah, and like I was part of the uh, Pokemon Go craze, you know, uh, that yeah. really took What's over my life. What's your favorite Pokemon? What's my favorite? I don't yeah. have a favorite. Pick one. Just pick one. Um, Donnie, Eric, <laughs> Brandon, Synergy, Laura. Uh, no, it was. Lisa. You know what it was? It was um, the one with the squiggle on it. Dorian. Do you do you have it? Does somebody remember? I, mean, I, I, I almost, I almost said Hufflepuff, uh, but that's not it. Pollywog? Was Gary. it that one? Maybe, yeah. he has like a, a, a squiggle in his stomach. Maybe that. No, but I was talking about his hair. There's the one with the Sarah. squiggle hair. But growing up, Pikachu Kelly. was always my favorite when I actually <laughs> played it on um, my Game Boy Kara. when I was a kid. But then I like lost interest. But recently, I remember... Will. <laughs> Will? Recently, I remember in Pokemon Go, my favorites became the ones that you had to try to get, like, the hardest. Pikachu was very hard to get, and I did find him in my living room once. Well, you know what picking Pikachu as your favorite means, according to the GQ article? Oh, mm. no. Yeah, basic. Oh, well, that's why I didn't say basic. Pikachu. That's why I didn't say Pikachu. But I also don't remember any of their names, so it's fine. <laughs> you guys, how can there nobody one, here name any one like Pokemon Salazar or Charizard. 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 I, that I approve Charizard. of. That I approve of. Yeah. I think Cody just walked out of the booth. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Detective Pikachu, moral of the story. That's what I would pick. All just right. because it's new. I've seen Endgame twice, and as much as I love it and loved it even the second time I watched yeah. it, I think that um, the fact that it's tracking higher than I would have ever expected, I probably still would have seen it even if it was at a 50, but mm. 70 for Detective Pikachu? I feel like we should It's see worth it. seeing. I would yeah. recommend it if you're interested. What do you pick, Makuga? I'm going to go wine country. Uh, I haven't seen Amy Poehler and Tina Fey in, in so long, and I so love funny. them. The, the trailer's hysterical. It reminds me of, like, Bridesmaids 2 for yeah. the most part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm staying in to watch that one. I, I need to take the missus to see Endgame, and that's the highest on the list. And then Shazam somewhere down the line. And oh, then I'll oh. probably, I know. She still hasn't seen Shazam? Mm, I haven't seen Shazam. Oh, my goodness. I know. And and then Pikachu. I'm sorry, Cody. I'm going to put Pikachu low on this because I don't know anything about the Pokemon. I don't. You I, didn't play Pokemon Go? I thought you did. No. No. <laughs> Sinead. What do you mean? <laughs> Sinead. Do I look like the kind of people that I, I don't know anything about Pokemon? You and don't then have to know anything. Yeah, the game will I didn't, teach you I the basics. Yeah, I know, I but then I saw anything. like people get hit by cars at Comic-Con. Yeah, I was like, I'm not doing I that. Almost, You're like, responsible. I almost yeah. because of it, but it was so much fun. <laughs> okay. So much fun. Well, I'm going to yeah. cheat at this game a little bit, and I'm going to name a movie that isn't on this list. I'm going to go with backtracking and watching Longshot because I missed that, and it makes me sad because I've heard great things. Longshot? Yeah. What's that one? Uh, with uh, Seth Rogen and Charlie Theron. Oh, oh yeah. Heard yeah. great things. Yeah. I've heard really good things. And it looks like it. it's tracking very well yeah. in its second weekend, so that Boom. one might hang around a little longer cool. than right. I was initially expecting. That is it. That is a wrap on week one of New Movie Talk. Way to go, Perry. Awesome work. That really sounded, good stuff. That sounded super sarcastic. It I will tell you right now, everyone in this building has been super supportive. This guy right Way here has... Go, Perry. You've really been in my corner since we started coming up with ideas for the new iteration of the show. So thank you for your support, Makuga. Sinead, thank you so much for course, being here and for, for celebrating me. week one. Cody in the booth, you got our backs. Dorian in the live chat, thanks so much. Guess what? Next week, 
five days again worth of movie talk. We are going to have a whole lot of fun. Can't wait to see you there. Like and share this episode. Tell everybody you know about Collider Movie Talk on the YouTube channel and also in podcast form as well. Have a great weekend, guys. We will see you Monday, 3 p.m. PT Live. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831 Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.